Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Today on the show, we have Andrew Cadman. Andrew is a follower of Jesus. He is a father, a husband, and a businessman coming to us from Australia. Andrew, it's an honor to have you here today. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's good to be here. Yes, sir. It's always fun to see you on the Heaven and Business prayer call each week where we gather from around the world to uh, see what the Holy Spirit's doing and uh, never met in person, but it's it's great to have this technology where we can be far away and in completely different time zones, but talking via technology. It's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. Actually, it's been a real um, blessing to me over the last couple of years where I haven't been able to travel. Yes, it's um, to me, it's a, a great midweek encouragement and um, it's it's been a lifeline for me, really. And so definitely thankful for that. Uh, so, so many amazing people in that organization, in that group, that community, and, um, and we've had a lot of them on the show. But today, tell us a little bit about how you got started in your business and then how you have transitioned into uh, somebody who would want to be a part of a community like that now. It's probably around 2005 that I was just, I'd had enough of the work I was doing. I was just, I was bored in it and looked around and I couldn't, I was working for a company, working for a civil construction company and just found that I probably wouldn't earn any money or do any better in a different company. So said to my bosses, I just went to them one day and said, I've been looking around, I'm bored. I want to do something else. And they said to me, do you want to start this asphalting company, which would complement the civil works that they were doing. So that's asphalt for um, American people. So that's how that got started. Two years later, I bought them out. And then um, from there, my the way I was looking at it was, was just my goal was to give money into the church. That was what the vehicle the, the business is the vehicle to give money into the church. And it's, I got to a point where it was um, just not fulfilling. It was like that whole second rate ministry thing where it's like, it's all just about something else. And it, it just got, I don't know, lost, lost its um, enjoyment for me to some degree. And I was considering other things to do to get rid of the business, sell it, just pack it up, something. And just happened to come across one day something on Facebook, just a, an ad, I think it must have been, just popped up randomly and started looking into heaven and business. And I knew, I had known that there's got to be more to this. There's got to be more to business. There's got to be more to doing this than just making money to, to put into the church. It, yeah, the, the fulfillment wasn't there. It wasn't ministry in the sense that I needed it or was made to do. Yes. Yeah, so then um, that's really how I initially got connected with Heaven in Business was um, through through just a Facebook ad, a random Facebook ad, which I'd never heard of before. Turns out being a Bethel, Bethel ministry as I researched it. And then about the same time, I was really prompted by God to research for like spend a year. It was the beginning of the year. So this year, I want you to research kingdom culture, kingdom business and kingdom governance. 
probably about 2017, somewhere around there. And um, uh, ended up taking the whole family across to Bethel to and, and a bit of a holiday. Um, so um, Bethel for a Kingdom Culture Conference, which was absolutely fantastic. Met uh, Lisa, um, I've forgotten her surname, Vanda something. She used to be with the Vanderberg. Yes, sorry, yeah. And uh, Andy Mason there at that conference when they had a breakout group and have been in boots and all since so it's just been really fantastic having that connection i never understood prior to going to a conference uh, uh, this is now going to a heaven in business conference a few months later in um, reading never understood the term my tribe or my people until i went there and then i just got it and i've never i've never experienced that before uh, it's just been really really fantastic um experience ever since and just the the growth in me and our business not necessarily in a financial sense but growth in a spiritual sense in our business has been fantastic that's awesome you know first of all we've had both andy and lisa on the show and so i would encourage our listeners to go back and listen to those episodes because these are people that are just amazing people in general but also just love the lord and serve him well extremely strong anointing for the Lord inside of both of them. But uh, I agree with you hundred percent. You know, I, I happened, you know, and we know that there's nothing random or, or nothing coincidental in the kingdom, but uh, you know, I just happened to go to uh, having a business conference here in Birmingham in 2018, you know, end up my ACL gets just supernaturally healed and uh, be a word of knowledge on Friday night at a worship event. And then, you know, I'm like, well, if this is how great the, you know, the ministry portion, I mean, how good is the business stuff going to be? And it was awesome. And, you know, so met Andy there. And then I've been to two of the in-person events at Bethel over the last two years. And, and it really is amazing. The, the online community is fantastic, but the in-person, you know, when you meet those people, in person, face to face, it's it's even better, and and it is amazing the presence of God and the things that the Lord reveals in that setting, and um, you know, again, just the way that we pray for each other on on a weekly basis is extremely powerful, and so I definitely agree. So the input that you've received, the uh, the growth that you have had over that time frame from 2017 to now. What are some of the things that the Lord has, has shown you through this group and uh, how has he changed you as uh, a man, a husband, father, business person? What does that look like? Yes. So I guess probably the main thing is that I said, before, talked before about second rate ministry. It's not, it's, it's, we are in a first rate ministry and that's, that's been a, um, a problem in our thinking as the church for some time, for many years, and that's changing, which is great, that we're all in first-rate ministry. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter whether you're in business or working for someone. It, it's just that's your ministry is where you're at and you have the authority in that place to use your gifts, use what God puts before you, the people he puts before you, not use them, but speak into their lives and the, it's also given me courage to actually use our workplace like that because I had thought about it before and I couldn't really think before um, coming to Heaven in Business 
conferences. And I couldn't really think how I could use the business as a ministry other than through giving. It was like, you know, mind blank. The, there's been so many encouraging stories, uh, testimonies from people who, who have just had incredible experience and seen people's lives changed phenomenally. The one that stands out was one of the first ones I heard was the, um, that pizza shop in Reading where they pray over the dough and see people, saw someone healed. I don't know if it's a continuing thing, but saw someone healed from um, gluten intolerance by eating a pizza. It's like, <laughs> it's like totally, totally backwards, but God, and um, totally backwards to our thinking, but God, it's, it's the uh, orchestrator. So that, that was a, those sorts of things have been incredibly encouraging and given me ideas for our business. We've seen a couple of our workers healed, um, backs healed, just praying for them. And one of them is not, well, two of them aren't Christians. One of them just tells everyone. He, he'll be on the site and, and he'll just go, he's not a Christian. He'll go, well, someone will quiz him on it and go, well, you explain it to me then. <laughs> and so it's um yeah just really fantastic the the way that god works and probably the biggest thing for me the most important point is that what the bottom line is in business the bottom line for businesses is normally money but that's a secondary bottom line in the kingdom as, as i as we work it's um relationships people are the bottom line seeing our, uh, not just not just our workers, but our suppliers, um, our reps, like company reps from um, uh, sales reps, and um, our clients, and all the people we come across within that, um, you know, truck drivers who turn up on our site, that sort of thing. They're all um, they're all part of our business, and they're all part of our our workings and dealings, and each one of them. We pray for regularly and, you know, just, just having that courage too to go up to the guy who brings our machinery onto site and ask him how his family is and pray with him and that sort of stuff because stuff's going wrong for him and, you know, things like that. Just sometimes you just see tears come to their eyes because no one, no one just does that mostly, you know, and it's such a blessing to have that now, have that courage to be able to do those sorts of things on site, whereas in construction industry it's often like, Get out of my face. I don't want to know that stuff. Don't, don't push Jesus down my throat. But, you know, I suppose there's a way of doing it and there's an anointing of the Holy Spirit to do it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's when it's not forced, when it's just coming out of God's love, people are open. Well, I think that there's never been a better time for people to share what the Lord wants to do with people because so many people are desperate and hungry. And, um, you know, I shared this testimony a couple of weeks ago on our Wednesday call. And, you know, I prayed for a guy at the gym and he ended up getting healed. And, you know, the guy came and he was like, you know, I don't know what just happened, but, you know, there's a reason that I'm on full VA disability and, uh, you know, my body always hurts and like, what just happened? I'm like, Jesus just healed you. And he immediately left and he texted uh, or called a friend of his. Well, that friend happen to be a friend and client of mine. Well, today I have friend, uh, you know, lunch with, with that friend and client. And he's like, now tell me about uh, this healing stuff. Like, you know, what, like what, 
tell me what happened with this guy. And then how did you get into the, and so I just start sharing testimonies with him. I start sharing with him about what happened at the heaven and business conference. And I start sharing about stuff that we're seeing on a regular basis. And his eyes are open. He's like, wow. He's like, I, I, this is amazing. He's like, I want to learn more. Now, this is a guy that walks with the Lord. This is a guy that has attended church for a long time, but he hasn't heard a lot of these testimonies. He hasn't heard a lot of these stories. He hasn't thought to do this himself. I'm like, if you go to the scriptures and if you read Matthew 10, 8, and if you read John 14, 12, you know, that John 14, 12, truly, I tell you, anyone who believes will do the same works, if not greater, because I'm going to be with the father. Maybe the greater is somebody getting healed by eating pizza. You know, Jesus never did that, but, you know, maybe it's, you know, somebody being healed via Zoom, you know, maybe it's somebody being healed in in different situations because we've got access to different things that they didn't have then. I don't know, but the more we do, the more we're going to see. And, and it is really exciting. So, you know, from that standpoint, what, what's this season been like for you and particularly where you're living because I know that things have been a little little chaotic there in Australia. What, what's everything look like in this season as far as being a radical follower of Jesus? It's, um, it's really, uh, it's interesting. It's fun. Um, at times, I've got to say it's not fun, but most of the time it's fun. And I think it really only becomes not fun when I take my eyes off Jesus and actually look at situations. But it's been, at the same time, it's been difficult, but it's been a growth time because, um, you know, we've had to so much more rely on God for whatever it is, and, and especially for finances because um, at the beginning of last year, 2020, we, um, and we had all this thing and no one knew what was going on with COVID and everything was a bit chaotic. But in that time, we just happened to pick up one of the biggest contracts we'd had right as everything shut down and the, the construct, but we were allowed to continue in, in construction. And what it meant was that we were able to continue, but at the same time, the company we were working for um, was, I asked them to give us payments every week, which is just unheard of. I didn't think they would ever do it. Anyway, that, that and government assistance and whatever, it was just like God just piled piled it on that kept us going sustained us right through the whole of 2020 we had slow patches after that but we um have worked but um god just sustained us incredibly well and and so faithfully through that time where it could have easily gone either way naturally um we could have been out of business or yeah thriving like we were so um at the moment this year i thought i thought through summer because we're opposite seasons, opposite time of season to you guys. Um, through summer over Christmas, I thought we'd never go back to lockdowns and that sort of thing. We were just totally open, nothing, no restrictions whatsoever. And um, so coming to this year um, where, they, where everything then got locked down probably two months ago now, um, there's areas in Sydney here at least where people aren't allowed to go out of their house they're not allowed to go anywhere outside of, um, I mean, they are for, for food and stuff, but really only essentials. It's, it's been quite trying, but that brings the strength of relationship with God because we've, 
we've got to not fall into despair through these things because God's there and God's got it. God's bigger than all this. He's bigger than the virus. He's bigger than the, the government. He's, you know, he's, he's beyond and above all of this stuff. So it's um, just something to, to constantly be focused on him. And as soon, I've just noticed, as soon as I stop focusing on God, I go downhill because I look at the natural circumstances and they can seem absolutely in, in our state, especially they can seem overwhelming and they, they are very much overwhelming for a lot of people. And, and it's only because of that focus on God that I can stay above it. Quite honestly, it's, um, it, it's not an easy time. We do have work, which is great. We've got plenty of work, but everyone goes to work wondering if they're going to pull, get pulled over by the police and, questioned about what they're up to and what they're doing so it's it's funny just going out of the house thinking that sort of thing when i'm not used to it at all wow i do think that that would be challenging you know if it makes you feel any better i just i had a a police officer riding behind me today and i wasn't speeding i wasn't doing anything and um i'm like is is he gonna pull me over and it you just to me i get that mindset because i used to drive very fast uh and so it's like was i speeding but um, yeah, if, if that is your constant thought, anytime you see a police officer that, you know, they could be taking me to jail or, or stopping and questioning me for just living my life, that would present challenges. Stay tuned. We'll have more Living Life on Purpose after we hear from one of our sponsors. Are you a business person that's hungry for more of the Holy Spirit at work? Partnering with God is what you were designed for. Experiencing God at work and being a blessing to the city that you live in is accessible to every believer. Hearing from God for your business and city shouldn't feel mysterious or inaccessible. Heaven and Business exists to give you access to the tools and training you need to equip you to grow with God in business and influence. Begin with our free trial and an online membership, then explore the events, community, and other resources. Check out heavenandbusiness.com today if this is what you're looking for, and I promise you won't be disappointed. And now, back to Living Life on Purpose with your host, Matt Wilson. You made a statement that when you take your eyes off Jesus, that you start to stumble, go downhill. You know, it's just like Peter. You know, Peter, Jesus called him out of the boat to walk on the water, and Jesus. He's standing there and Peter starts to walk on the water. He's walking on the water with Jesus until he takes his eyes off of Jesus. Then he sinks. And then Jesus grabbed him right by hand, pulled him right back up. You know, it keeps him from drowning. But I mean, that is so many aspects of our lives. If we focus on anything but him right now, you know, in really at any point in history, but, but right now, especially, then we will sink. We will you know, go downhill, we will get sidetracked, we will get caught up in all of the negative news. There is no shortage of negative news. It doesn't matter where you live at this point. Unfortunately, bad news is uh, the lead story and, and good news like we're sharing uh, gets buried or you know not promoted. But there is a lot of good stuff going on. There are miracles, signs and wonders that are taking place on this earth. We get to hear about them on a weekly basis from all around the world in this group. So I do think that that's extremely important. Now, one other aspect of who you are and just, you know, even in this crazy season, I don't know what like, you know, politics are like in Australia, but in America, politics are absolutely nuts and you are running for an office 
like a city council office in your area, uh, what would make you want to uh, to do that in these crazy times? Um, yeah. Can I just get to that in a minute? Because I want to go back to something you said just a moment okay. ago about sure. um, pulling Peter up from um, out of the water. In that story, it sort of finishes there. But what to me that says is that Peter then just kept walking on the water. You know, after that, it's not written, but he didn't, doesn't say he had to carry him back to the boat or, you know, anything like that. It was, he just pulled him up and there he was on the water. That's, you know, um, just a, I know it's not written there, but it's, I don't know, you could, I I take that, I take that um, from it. What would make me do this? Well, I've had several prophetic words over me since back in the 90s about politics. My father was a federal politician in Australia for over 30 years. In that time, he's, he's a Christian. What, I, think, I think he was sort of nominal for the first part of it, and then somewhere in the middle of that he became born again and, and really realised his, his calling was that rather than it's, it's a job and he was uh, just doing the best he could, but he, he realised that. So, you know, I've had that background growing up. I also saw how the difficulties of all of that, the, the challenges, the time, uh, time it takes. I mean, he was really out so much. He was out, probably home for half of Sunday, most of my growing up life. And that was, um, that was church and punishment <laughs> for, the, for the week that we got there. And we did, there was more to it than that. That's a bit, not, not quite a fair, fair representation. But so in seeing that, that difficulty, I put these prophetic words that I've had I just pushed them aside and said, I'm no, not interested. No, I don't think so. Until moving to the house we're living in at the moment, and I don't know that that's significant about the house, but it's um, just that we're closer to our council chambers um, here. So then um, maybe five or six years ago, I really started to get prompted from God to start attending council meetings which I didn't do for two years. And I told my wife that I was supposed to be doing this, but she didn't push me either. But I guess God knew that I was going to take my time. And so about two years afterwards, I started attending council meetings. So that's about three years ago. And then maybe a year or a year and a half into it, I just felt God say, it's time you need to, I want you to run for council. I feel completely and utterly unqualified for this which is possibly why he's um, getting me to go this way. I, I don't feel like this is my, at this point in time, it's not my natural course. Um, as, as in, it probably, it may be, but it doesn't feel like it. So that's probably where it came from. And, and the encouragement of people who, I kept it quiet for a long time, but as soon as I started telling people, the, just the encouragement that came out of them was just quite amazing. And I thought that's, that's got to be God. If it's, if people are seeing that in me, then it must be something I'm not really seeing in me. So um, that's what sort of, you know, sort of sustained me and kept me going in, in this um, running for council. We put together a team. We have to, it, it, we don't run individually. Here we have to run, or it's it's better to run as a team. 
which works well for me too because having people around is is uh, really very good for that um, for us uh, in just moving forward and keeping things and momentum going rather than doing it all alone. And we've got together a team of really fantastic people that mums and dads and business owners. One one's a grandfather and he is, is an ex ex Air Force guy. We have an Air Force base here, not very far from us, and part of this government area. So it, it's a really it's a really good and different team that we've got together because we're we're not politicians. We are ground roots, mums and dads that want to see change and see this this government area really flourish. I was really uh, spurred on too also by listening to the stories that, have, that Chris Vallotton um, tells out of Reading, the uh, different, different ways that the church and people within the church have been called to uplift and bring and put into for no other reason than to just put into their city. So that's all that that is what we want to see we can see you know it's easy to see the problems solutions are a lot more difficult quite often to come up with and implement but having people backing us who are who really see from ground roots and have real understanding of how things work you know from from schools to to um roads and parks and all these sorts of things that the that the local government is um is uh, in charge of those things are what people really want to see change. There's, there are bigger things. We've got flood issues, uh, but it's it's very um, it's very much been it's a completely a god thing because honestly, I fought it for I don't know how many years doing this, being being in politics. But I I don't like saying politics actually because it's um. That's something I really want to avoid and really feel that we, we've been called to run this campaign differently. We're not going down the normal campaign um, styles. We, we're just really following what God's, God's asking us to do and how he's asking to, to do it. And I, I've got counsel around us who are in politics, and I do ask for that, um, that guidance, but... It's only just sort of a, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's not necessarily what I would follow because God, God's word or what he's speaking to us as a group is what comes first and the other is just a guide, a possibility, a whatever, and an understanding of how people normally do it. So it's quite a different route for us as compared to most people and I just naturally look at it and I go, I don't know how this is ever going to work. But if God wants, if God wants me to be in council, that will happen. And if this is a for other reasons, well, that's okay too. I'm at the end of the day, I don't mind. So yes. And so first of all, God doesn't call the equipped; He equips the called. And obedience is greater than sacrifice. So, you know, whatever you're having to give up in order to go through this season, it's obviously going to be well worth it, you know, regardless of result, because God's wanting to do something if he's calling you to this situation. And also there's leadership and courage that is inside of you that, that is going to give you what you need to, to, you know, weather the storms and deal with, you know, anything that's going to come at you. And, and that's why he's chosen you for this situation. So. I'm excited to see how it all works out and, and what comes from it. But, um, you know, I'm excited for you because 
the, the world needs good leadership right now. I don't care where you are. There's an absence of good leadership in general. There is a, um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that, that say they stand for things and then the pressure comes and they immediately cave and the world needs to see character. They need to see integrity and they need to see conviction. So I think that you've got all those things. And from that standpoint, I think uh, that's why the Lord picked you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So how can uh, people find out more about you and uh, the things that you're doing? We have, um, we have a website. It's andrewcadmangroup.com. Um, that's our campaign website. Uh, so that's one way on the other side of things, because I've still got it in Australia, council um, seats are not, or councillors are not paid as a full-time um, position. This is, this is actually a, a side gig for me um, and for all councillors. So I've got to keep running our business at the same time. And so I'm going to be continuing on with our asphalting business. We are starting up another or have started up another um, product line on uh, Amazon at the moment, or it's, it's about, to, about to get there. They're being manufactured at the moment. So those sorts of things are probably not of great interest to people, but that's um, the, there, are other, there are other things. We're, we're starting a foundation um, within here as, here as part of the Hawkesbury that is going to be basically it, the idea is just to see this. The Hawkesbury is our area, sorry. The, uh, the idea is just, just purely to put into groups, businesses, um, uh, individuals who may want to start uh, start a business, like startup businesses, um, and any uh, feeding the homeless, those sorts of business, anything that fire brigades, um, all these sorts of things. That that is what we really want to see flourish. So we're starting that in in along beside all of what else we're doing as well. So that's um, going to be a way that we're going to actually just just see in in a natural sense um, how the how our Hawkesbury how this place can flourish because it's it really it's one of the early um, settlements in Australia here one of the earliest and it's got an amazing history that it was the called the food bowl because the colony nearly uh, didn't survive until they found and settled here and started growing because it's really fertile, started growing food out here. And the colony was on the, the, um, uh, on the steps of starvation. And so this brought the food, this area brought the food. And, and I see that, we see that in a spiritual sense as well now that, that God is going to bring that again, that the food, uh, the spiritual, Food, as in a spiritual food, is going to rise up again from this area. So, nice. um, but putting into those and seeing people flourish, not not Chris, not just Christians, but people flourish. I mean, God, God reigns on the righteous and the unrighteous. He, he sends rain to, to both. So it's not He doesn't discriminate. He loves people, whether they whether they love Him back or not. So it's like, and so that's what what we want to see happen as well. Um, Though, as far as finding that, we, we're still in the process, so that's not up and running yet, but we're very close to getting all that structure set up. 
now we've been in talks for it. So, yes, I think it's important that putting your um, money where your mouth is is really important in those things. Absolutely. Actions and words lining up, extremely important. Andrew, I've really enjoyed being with you today. And and I know that uh, this had some great content for people to just try to to step out more in faith. And so thank you so much for joining me. Uh, You're welcome, Matt. It was really good. Thanks for having me. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed chatting, as I always do with you. It's good. Yeah. So if you have enjoyed this episode, you can, number one, like and share it with somebody else who may need some encouragement during this difficult season. Number two, if you would follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then you can follow us on Instagram, Living Life on Purpose Always. We hope you've enjoyed it and check us out in two weeks.